Chris Ballas never concerns me from the Wolverine.com. The Michigan Insider is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. You're, you're a Lions fan. When I started hearing injuries to the offensive line again, I just shake my head. That's par for the course, right? I mean, it's it's our fault, I guess, for getting our hopes up if we get excited about the Lions. And uh, just given the, the history and, and the disappointment we've experienced over the years, but it's a, if this franchise had any luck at all, it's bad over the years, too. So it just comes with the territory being a Lions fan, huge. Yeah, I know it does, buddy. But uh, to yep. me... It's like the Tigers, too. The optimism we had during the offseason last year and how bad this team has been really you know, outside of the you know, first couple of games, they've just been brutal. Yeah, terrible, right? And then you've got the owner saying that the uh, for sure the rebuild is over <laughs> and everybody gets their hopes up and, and then they lay an egg. What have they been shut out 21 times now this year? I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's unbelievable. The, the Tigers, and you know, when, the, when you're using the Lions to prop up your hopes for Detroit sports, then you're in trouble. But this this franchise still has some holes. I do like Campbell, and I do like the fact that he's holding guys accountable. I think that they're going to get better. There's no question about it. The Eagles are a good football team, but they still need a quarterback. They still need some help, probably a linebacker. Uh, there are there are holes still to fill. So it's going to be a rebuild, and that's why you know when people said, "Hey, if they win six, seven games this year," you know. But then that's a step in the right direction, and I agree with that. I still think they have some work to do, but they're starting to cut guys like Campbell said that uh, we're going to be contributors. So now you just got to keep building on that and, and getting more talent in there. And, and it takes time when you when your culture is as bad as it's been. That's the hardest part in any franchise to rebuild a culture that's been so bad for so long is really hard. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us. Let's move on talking about. Michigan football, UConn game, really final preseason game before they get uh, to the Big Ten. Uh, What can we expect Saturday at the Big House? Uh, How much of J.J., how much of Kate? Yeah, JJ's going to start, and he'll play quite a bit. They want to get him ready for the Maryland game. It's clear they have a, a number one starter now, and and they do want to get Cade McNamara's confidence back as well. You, you know, you'd like to have two good quarterbacks, and they won a Big Ten championship with McNamara last year. I know that there are people who say, "Oh, they did it in spite of them," which is ridiculous. But you know what? You you want to have more than one guy. So, but more than anything, you want to get your starter who has the potential to be special, as we've seen more reps and and get him more looks against more defenses. And you're going to see. A better test, even though UConn's terrible. At least they're well coached, and they've got Jim Mora Jr. over there on that sideline. So they're going to—he's going to see some schemes that really are going to test him a little bit more. So you want to get him experienced, and you want to see how they hold up against the team that wants to run the ball. This is a team that they had a running back that ran for 190 yards against Utah State. That was a good game earlier on in the year against a Utah State team that was ranked at the time and they were uh, on the road. So I think you're going to see them try to run right at them. That's going to be a good test for the Michigan run stoppers up front. I think it's one that they're going to be up to the task because UConn just can't throw the ball. So it'll be it'll be another lopsided affair, part of the worst non-conference schedule I can remember in Ann Arbor, Bill. But then it gets real against Maryland and Iowa in the next two weeks. How much of the Michigan playbook, offensively, defensively, even special teams, have they just sat on waiting for the Big Ten, knowing they had three dog teams to start the season? Yeah, they're not going to show everything. You know, it's the basics. You see five, six running plays. And, of course, when when they're working, like we saw against Ohio State last year, 
you know what, you can run the same ones over and over again if the offensive line is blocking well and there's nothing anybody can do about it. So you'll see them open things up more. And, uh, you know, the big test to me, and I get that Iowa's offense is awful, but that defense of theirs is good. And that's going to be where we really find out what you got under center here. A kid in J.J. McCarthy going into a hostile environment playing against a defense that wants to turn you over. They're going to try to bait him into turning him over. So uh, can Michigan move the ball down there and, and be successful in that environment? That's what's really going to tell me. And then for the defense, it's really Maryland, right? Uh, when you've got uh, a, an offense that can throw the ball like that, Michigan has not been tested defensively yet. We, you know, we've seen some really good things. I don't think the defense has given up a point yet in, in the first halves of games. They haven't. Uh, and I think that first team defense hasn't given up a point all year. But again, the tests are going to get bigger and Maryland's going to be a, a little bit of a challenge in that respect. So it'll be good to see them playing against the team with athletes. We're not going to see it again this week, but really the main thing this weekend, Bill, is stay healthy and, and get out of there without any injuries and, and move on to Big Ten play. Uh, beyond Kate and JJ and their playing time against UConn, what other areas do you think Harbaugh and his assistants are attacking where they want preparation Saturday against UConn to get them ready for Maryland and Iowa? Yeah, better pass blocking, number one. Those guys have been a little bit disappointing and leaky in the first couple games. Right tackle has been an issue with Trent A. Jones. He's got to be better. Uh, even some of their studs, Ryan Hayes at left tackle, Zach Zinter at right guard, have let their guard down a little bit, and that can't happen against the better teams on the schedule. So um, that's that's one area that needs to improve. And then what Steve Klinkscale, Michigan's defensive backs coach, said, the other day he said we are contesting some balls but we're not contesting enough he said I watched other teams with good defenses these guys are always around the ball we're letting guys catch the ball too easily before we try to make plays so they want to really shore up their pass defense in that respect so uh, those things and then I think again the run defense they want to make sure that those guys are stuck they're going to be teams like Michigan State that try to run right at them try to bully them at the line of scrimmage are they going to be able to hold up we think so they've got a big strong defensive line but I think this this weekend will tell us a little bit more about those guys up front. Chris Ballas with the Wolverines.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. You can follow everything Michigan football 24-7, in-season, out-of-season, and all University of Michigan athletics. Speaking of the other sports, uh, we're here mid-September. Basketball is getting up and running. Uh, Juwan Howard and his squad, compared to last year, what type of team is he going to have? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I talked to Saudi Washington, Michigan's assistant coach, the other day for a long interview, and they were encouraged by some of the things they saw over in Europe in their their three exhibition games. Uh, really, they've got a, a point guard in Jalen Llewellyn who shot the ball well, and a backup in Doug McDaniel who's going to be really good. He's a Xavier Simpson type, so uh, they've got pieces. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, it's his show, and uh, he can he's proved that he's more of a, a dual threat guy being able to step out and shoot the ball a little bit more now, but it's really going to come down to the, the shooting guard position. Can Kobe Bufkin take that next step? And the wing, can Jet Howard be that kid as a true freshman that scores? They need some more shooters. So, if And if not, as Phil Martelli said on uh, one of the podcasts I listened to recently, then, they, then they're going to have to be a better offensive rebounding team. So those are the things to watch uh, and how they mix and match their lineups. I don't know. I think they'll be playing better by the end of the year. They say I think they're a tighter team this year, Bill, but there are going to be some question marks early on as they look for some of those guys to fill those spots. What's your prediction on UConn-Michigan? I said 59 nothing on my huge predictions on the show Facebook and Twitter page. Uh, Michigan, again, I think it's up to 49. I can't believe uh, how much they've been favored by on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board Michigan, 
in, in these last two games. You're, you're talking probably be over 50 again by the time you get to game time. Yeah, I remember we were talking, and I said, I wouldn't touch that, man, that 52, because Jim Harbaugh likes to take the, the foot off the gas against teams like this, and I think he will again. I think they'll have a big halftime lead, and then you're going to see him empty the bench. I had 45 to 10. I think it'll probably be something like 38 to nothing at halftime, and then, then they coast again. So uh, they aren't going to look to run the score up on UConn. I don't think there's any way they're going to do that. So I think it'll be a little closer score-wise, but Michigan will control the game from start to finish and should be a laugher. Yeah, what you want to bet on those blowout games is you bet the first half. You, right. And you know the yeah. start where Michigan was up 42 zip, you, you yep. bet the first half against the dog teams on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. Yeah, exactly. And and everybody who did, everybody who is knowledgeable told me that's what they were going to do, and they all won. I was getting texts like crazy saying, yep, that's the way to do it. So Because in the, in the second half, you're going to see guys, you know what, this is the last chance that a lot of these guys are going to have to play this year. Some of these walk-ons and guys like that, and Jim Harbaugh is going to want to play them. And again, he's not going to want to run the score up on them. So I would imagine that would probably be the way to go. What are you hearing at Schembechler Hall and on the practice field and in the locker room about – J.J. supplanting Kate as a starter from a team yeah, perspective. Well, yeah, they were number one. They were stunned at, at how poorly Cade responded, and you know they were they were talking in the in the building that hey, you know they thought that Cade was going to come out with the the short medium passing game in the first couple games and complete seventy percent of his passes, and then J.J. McCarthy is going to be the big play guy. Well, it turned out that Cade wilted under the pressure. It was very clear, really, from his first series against Colorado State that uh, that he was feeling it, and then J.J. came in and, and played better than anybody could have expected. You know, we've got to see how he does it again against better defenses. He's had some turnover issues in practice in the past, but how far he came and what he showed in those games, these guys were giddy. Uh, they understand that they've got a special talent here, and if he continues to improve like he has, and like we've always said, this is the guy, right, who has the higher ceiling, he's better physically, and if he put it all together, he was could be one of the better quarterbacks that Michigan's ever seen here. So they've seen signs of that. They love what they've seen from him in terms of his poise and, and just his joy for the game when he's out there. You can tell that one guy's really enjoying it right now and one guy's really feeling the pressure. So that's where things stand right now. Chris, appreciate the update. Enjoy the game. We'll talk Monday and look back on it. Sounds great, brother. Thank you. All right, Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics.